What's up, guys? Welcome to Ask Jay Live, episode number 17. Today, we're going to talk about do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur? Do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur? Before we jump into today's show, uh, I just want to talk about real quick. Uh, yesterday was the end of Black History Month. Uh, we're March 1st right now, recording this at 12 noon Eastern. And uh, I just want people to remember that Black History Month was designated just in February, but we need to make sure that we continue to focus and build and support Black-owned businesses uh, 365, uh, 365 days a year because that's it's critical for us, obviously, to build that economic power base to be able to take us in the direction that we need to go, especially when it comes to uh, economics uh, being stable, being able to provide employment and education to our community. So let's make sure, guys, that it's Black History Month every month. Uh, with that being said, um, on the Black Entrepreneur Blueprint podcast, uh, we're going to be focusing uh, within the next two weeks on building wealth. So we're going to have some great guests coming on within the next two to three weeks. And we're going to focus on that a little bit because that's what it's really all about, being able to build and generate wealth uh, and be able to pass that down. So um, we can hopefully uh, in time eventually catch up to others. But today I want to talk about being able to be successful as an entrepreneur and man, there are tons of roadblocks in the way. And today I'm going to talk about some of the things that we need to focus on to be able to be a successful entrepreneur. And once I get finished with my, my little diatribe, if anybody wants to speak, just hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue and hit the mic to unmute yourself. But I'm going to start real quick. Um, and I have about 17 or 18 things I'm just going to highlight that I think are super important. Uh, the first one is uh, many people, unfortunately, don't have the mindset to be an entrepreneur. You have to recognize and understand that this is going to be a struggle. It's not if and when. It's it's just a matter of it's a that's what the whole thing is about. It's going to be a struggle because you're charting new path. You're doing something that hasn't been done before. So you, you you're not built for it. Um, you know, most people want the comfort of a job and a consistent paycheck. So a lot of times people aren't built for that, but you have to have that mindset and understand and have conversations with the important people in your life that, Hey, this is what's going to be taking place. I'm starting a new business and I don't care how much money you got squirreled away to start your business. It's going to be a struggle. Okay. And we're just talking about, do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and over my 20 plus years of being an entrepreneur, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and having those struggles, almost losing it all twice. I've seen I've seen the highs and the lows. So these are some of the things when I talk to some of my coaching students or friends or family members that are interested in entrepreneurship. These are some of the things that I talk about. Uh, the next one is uh, why people aren't successful. They don't have the support. Uh, to get through those tough times. And that support can come in the form or fashion of money or finances. So say, for example, when I started my first business, my wife was still in corporate America. Well, not corporate. She was a teacher. She was still in the education uh, profession. And so she had benefits. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. She had benefits and, um, you know, she had a steady income. I had squirreled away, you know, a decent amount of money. But as you guys know, as entrepreneurs, Sometimes that money isn't spent 
the way it should be spent because you don't know what you're doing yet when you first start. And so you don't have the support to get you through those tough times. And I think that's critical and not just the financial support, but the uh, the mental support. And I talked about this on shows before that, you know, if you have a spouse or partner and that spouse or partner has a true dream to be a successful entrepreneur, you know, you can be a blessing or a curse. So it's a difference between supporting somebody's dream and tolerating somebody's dream. So when I came home from a hard day at the office fighting the world, you know, and I come home and my wife says to me, you know, man, you know, I know you can do it. You know, I I trust in you. I believe in you. I know you're going to be able to do it. That's going to make me run through walls, man. But if I came home and and my wife said to me, you know, why are you playing around with this dumb stuff? The bills are behind. I don't know what you think you're doing. Why do you think you can do this? You know, just go back and get a job. So those things make a big difference. you got to have the support uh, to get through those tough times. Um, also, uh, I didn't have this on the list, but also you have to cut certain people loose, too. So those people that aren't being a, a blessing to you in terms of their support, and it doesn't have to be financial, but if they don't believe in you, sometimes you have to, what I used to say, put them in the corner for a minute, turn around, put this dunce hat on and sit in the corner. All right, because I, if you don't have anything nice to say or you can't support it, I really don't need your input. And so um, and I had to deal with that. It's kind of funny with my father in law one time when I started my first business and he's like, well, what, what makes you think you can be successful? And I said, well, the beauty of, uh, <laughs> of what you're saying is, is that what you say has no bearing or impact whatsoever on my success or failure. So I basically put him in the corner. Right. All right. So number three or another thing that uh, or reason why people aren't successful with entrepreneurships are they haven't planned properly. And, you know, I always talk about a business plan, but a lot of times your business plan should be fluid because it's never going to be as is written or have you as you have written it out. But not planning properly could mean not having enough money. There's so many businesses, especially in our community, that are undercapitalized or not having the tools that you need to do business. And so when I talk to people and they're trying to do a business, if you don't have the tools to build this house, how are you going to build the house? So if you're a home builder and all you got is a screwdriver and a hammer and and a wrench, guess what? You're not going to be able to be successful building that house. You don't have a saw. You don't have all the other materials that you need. So before you go and hang that shingle up or jump out there, make sure you have the tools that you need to be successful. So many times people don't plan properly. Uh, the next thing is not being able to modify your business plan, which I kind of touched on because your plan should be fluid. You know, I, I, and I talked about this on one of the other shows. One of my first business plans is it's a joke. You know, I thought I was going to take over a, a large percentage of the, of the condom business years ago. And when I look at him, my, my old business partner and I, we, we laugh at it because this is how ignorant we were at the time, meaning not dumb, but not knowing. We had no idea. So understand that your business plan is going to be fluid and you're going to have to modify it uh, as you go forward. Sometimes when you get people that are super anal, like uh, accountants and people like that, they think everything is supposed to go in a straight line. If I do this, this is going to happen. And in business, that's not how it happens. You know, sometimes 
you're going to go, not sometimes, most of the times you're going to go off path, but you try to keep it in the road as my, as my grandpa used to say, hold it in the road, son. So you're going to have things that are going to pop up, but you need to be able to modify your business plan to be able to be successful. Uh, another thing that uh, kind of ties into what I was talking about with my business plan is having unrealistic unreal- expectations of what it takes to be successful. So me taking over a large chunk of that that market, the the condom market in the first year was unrealistic, you know, but I was too ignorant to know that. (laughs) Sometimes they say ignorance is bliss, but other times that's not the case. So you kind of have to understand what's realistic. And so when you make your expectations, you want to temper your expectations, but you also want to make make your goals or, or, or key performance indexes, your KPIs. You want to make them where they're a stretch, not too far of a stretch where you know you can't reach it, but just enough to make sure that you're always pushing forward. It's just like working out. If you do the same workout for six months in a row, your body's not going to be super stressed because you've been doing it so long. So that's why you need to start increasing. Maybe you increase the miles that you run, the push-ups you do or the sit-ups you do or whatever. So having unrealistic expectations of what it takes to be successful. Uh, Another reason I see businesses or people not being successful as entrepreneurs is they're not willing to take risks. And I'm not talking about dumb risk, (laughs) right? I'm taking all my money. I'm quitting my job without notice. I'm taking all my money and I'm jumping into this business. Now, I'm not going to say that that won't work sometime. But what I will say is that's not a smart way to to take a risk. So not willing to take risk. You want to take calculated risks. You want to take risk that, you know, you, you have an opportunity or a better chance of being successful. There are many people that are so f- afraid In life, all they do is they're just afraid of everything. I can't lose my job. I can't do this. I can't do that. And they never really let their hair down or express themselves. As a human, human expression in in entrepreneurship is, I mean, it's freeing. So if you're a creative person and you're an artist and you don't don't sell your art because you're not going to get a paycheck, to me, that's kind of stifling. If you're great at something else that that you're not getting a paycheck from and you're scared to, to attack it or approach it. To me, that's not living. That to me is existing. And so you're not willing to take risks. And I know people are built differently, but man, if you guys didn't learn anything from, you know, this coronavirus, always have multiple streams of income. I don't care if you've been at your job 30 years and you think you'll never get fired or laid off always have multiple streams of income and that may have to take you outside of your comfort zone. And what we're talking about is, do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur? Um, Another thing that I see in, in, in all of my years in my coaching is people not being flexible enough to pivot, not being flexible enough to pivot. So a lot of times things will happen. The economy, something may change, right? So perfect example, (coughs) excuse me, when I was in the mortgage business, once the mortgage crash hit, my, my buddies and I started another company, which was a loan modification company, which basically was helping people who were in foreclosure try to remodify or renegotiate their loans. Now, that, that kept us afloat for a little bit, but after a while, that went down too. But you need to be able to be flexible enough to pivot. Sometimes what we think 
is the right business may not be the right business. Sometimes you're you're stepping over the business you should be in as opposed to, you, you know, thinking you're doing the right thing. And another perfect example, we have a BEB family member that is a professional seamstress. And we were talking about businesses to start. And she was showing the people in the group, forgot which group it was in, about all of the different fabrics that she had in her sewing room. And I was asking her, well, how much do these fabrics cost? We were trying to get a, an estimate of what, what the pillows and things she was going to make, what, what price she should sell them for. She was like, oh, because I'm in the industry, I get uh, this fabric for $4 a square foot when normally at the store it's $24, $25 a square foot. I said, well, that's your business right there. I said, it's selling fabric. It's not making pillows. And so you need to be flexible enough to pivot if that makes sense. And sometimes the business we're supposed to be in is literally right under our nose, but we're so focused on what we think the business should be, we're missing opportunities. And I always used to say you're stepping over dollars to pick up dimes, right? So be flexible, not not flexible enough. Uh, another um, reason people aren't successful as entrepreneurs, pacified by paycheck. You have all of these great ideas. You know, you, you've always wanted to try something and start your own business, but because you're getting a consistent paycheck, you're never going to venture out. But the, the truth of the matter is, guys, that is the best time to venture out while you have a job. It's just like people always say, when's the best time to look for a new job? While you got a job, right? If you're unemployed, that's the hardest time to find a job. But if you have a job, then most times it seems a little easier. Maybe it's because of the mental state you're in that, hey, I don't really need a new job, but I'm out there looking anyway. And that's the exact type of mindset you're going to need in terms of going out there and stop being pacified by a paycheck. When that paycheck goes away, which happens many a time, now you want to be a reluctant entrepreneur. And in real life, guys, you should be doing that while you have your job. So if something happens, then you're able to just go ahead and start focusing on your business. Pacified by a paycheck. Uh, another thing that kind of stops people from being a successful entrepreneur, and I'm going through these things real quick because if you guys have any comments or questions, obviously we love to hear them. Um, shiny object syndrome, can't focus, right? And I got to raise my hand to that. Can't focus. Sometimes, and I had to learn how to focus. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get so excited about opportunities because we look at the world a little different than other people. If I'm doing something or I'm talking to somebody or I see something or observe something where I think there's an opportunity to make money, I can easily get sidetracked. How many of you guys have been on online researching a business and you see something pop up and now 10 minutes later, you over there on something else that you didn't even think about? And I think right now with social media also, because our attention spans are so, so short, we get so many messages and sometimes that'll take us off focus too. So shiny object syndrome, sometimes things, you know, looks like, man, I, I better jump on this, you know, even though I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but this looks like a great opportunity. And you always want to keep an open mind, but you want to make sure that you don't get off track. Okay. Uh, what we're talking about, guys, is do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur? Here's another reason people fail. They think they know it all, right? You don't, and this is something I learned a long time ago. I do know a lot about a lot, 
you know, but that's from experience. <laughs> so if you think you know it all, you're wrong. So you have to go through experiences and understand what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I don't care how many books you read, how many documentaries you watch about Steve Jobs and, you know, whoever, Mark Zuckerberg, you don't know anything until you're in there and you're in the mix. So don't think that you know it all. You know, I had a good buddy of mine. You know, we bought him, me and my other friend bought him into a business uh, that we had running. And he came in and was like, nah, we should do this, this. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. We're not talking from theory. We're talking from experience. So don't ever think that you know it all because there's always something else to learn. Uh, the next thing that that can hold you back to, from, from being a successful entrepreneur is you don't understand the simple formula. I always talk about problem, solution, result. What's the problem? Your product or service is the solution. And the result is what does that benefit for the customer, your customer problem, solution, result. So we can always go after our passion, which is great. But if you don't have a specific passion that you want to follow, find a problem, create a solution to the problem and identify what that result means to that customer. And I always use this example because I'm literally looking at at these insoles right now. Right. So I, I like to run. Uh, I got flat feet. I don't. But I, my daughter does. My daughter has bad feet. She was an athlete, so I went to the orthopedist, found some of these insoles that cost $300, and then I found the same insoles on Alibaba for about $4, so we started buying those. I branded those, so problem is feet hurt when she plays field hockey or soccer, right? Solution is the J. Jones insoles, you know, problem solution result. The result is she can be more uh, perform better because she doesn't have the foot pain. She can enjoy running now. What's the benefit? So a lot of times people don't understand that simple formula, problem, solution, result. If you can solve a problem, guys, you can make money. You just have to have the right, pro uh, right solution and you have to get in front of the right people. Another reason people don't, uh, don't become successful in business they go into their, a business that they're not necessarily passionate about. Now, you don't, I just said problem, solution, result. So you don't have to be passionate about a business if you use that formula. But when you go into a business that you're passionate about, when you go, get into those rocky areas, when the times are hard, when you may be eating peanut butter and jelly for a week because your money isn't coming through, that's when a passion uh, when you deal with a passionate business or a business you're passionate about will push you through that wall because you're passionate about what you do. So say you're passionate about uh, helping black entrepreneurs, right? You're not making any money, but you got a program that'll help them. You're going to push through because that's something that's passionate. You're, you really believe in this cause or this or, or, or whatever you're doing. So that can take you places where nothing else will passion. And a lot of times people, like I said, pinpoint monetize your genius. I talk about that. I have a course on the website. Your genius is the intersection of your passion and your talent. When you can combine those two, you should be unstoppable in business. <coughs> uh, the next one, the reason people aren't successful. And I have to raise my hand to this too. Grab some tea here. Chasing paper, not purpose. How many of us have done that? We're looking for money, but we're not chasing the purpose. 
And a lot of times when you're chasing paper, that's when you can be easily distracted by those by the shiny object syndrome, because all you're looking for is a dollar. You don't care how you get it. Now, I'm not going to say, how, you know, we don't want to go crazy and break laws, but you don't care how it comes, where it comes from. I got to get this paper. And when you're scatterbrained or, or, or scattershotted like that, that isn't a good way to become a successful entrepreneur. So don't chase the paper. You're, you're better off chasing your purpose and finding a way to monetize it, which once again, pinpoint and monetize your genius. Another reason people aren't successful, we got about four more real quick, then we'll open the floor up. Don't have enough leads. And I just talked about this on BEB the other day. No lead generation system. So if you got the product, right, problem, solution, result. So if you have the solution and you can't get in front of the people, it doesn't matter, right? You could have a solution to, to cancer, but if nobody knows about it and you don't have potential clients, or leads, then it doesn't make a difference what you have. And I think a lot of times people are so focused on creating the product or, or their service or whatever else, but you really need to be focusing on generating leads on a daily basis. And I know I say this ad nauseum, but I got to say it again. The number one metric you should be looking at is not how many new dollars you got in your bank account this morning, is how many new leads did you put in your lead generation system. Because that all is correlated. The more qualified leads you have, guess what? The more money you're going to make. It's a function of the numbers. So when I wake up, and I'll tell you this morning, I had 172 new leads in my uh, lead databases for all of my businesses. That's the first number I look at. Second number I look at is my bank accounts. All right, what came in this business, that business, and that business. So don't have enough leads due to not having a true lead generation system. And it doesn't matter what type of business, product business, service business, uh, whatever, apparel business, you, you got to have leads, right? Uh, we got three more left. The next one is why people aren't successful in entrepreneurship, not pricing your product or service correctly. All right. And I talk about this all the time, product pricing and positioning. You got low end, mid tier products or services and high end. So you got to have a good product. It has to be priced correctly. So if it's a high end product, you need high end pricing and you have to position it correctly, right? So if you have a high end fashion line, right? You're going to have a nice sleek website. Your, your product, uh, your pricing is going to reflect that. It's going to be aligned with that, right? And also your product is going to be a high end quality product. All right. So not pricing your product or service correctly. That's a big thing. Many people undercharge for their product or service because they don't feel that they can get the money for it. It's easier to start at a high price, guys. And I've been in sales for forever and bring the price down as opposed to start low and try to bring the price up. And the reason being is that of positioning. So if I'm starting low and I'm selling I'm selling my uh, my sneaker line. Right now, I'm starting at $25, and now all of a sudden next week, the J. Jones uh, sneakers are going to be $250. People are going to be like, oh, oh, what's going on? I didn't position them as $250 sneakers because of my pricing when I came out. So make sure that you're pricing and your product, uh, pricing your product or service correctly. Product, pricing, and positioning. Uh, next to last one, why people aren't successful entrepreneurs can't move the business through the three phases 
of entrepreneurship. So there are three phases of entrepreneurship, guys. So that's why Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, I say launch, build, and grow. So the launch phase, you could also call that the startup phase, right? Okay. The build phase is the systematized phase where you systemize your business, your lead generation system, your fulfillment system, your customer service system. And the last one is the scaling. Launch, build, and grow is synonymous to startup, systematize, and scale. The problem with a lot of founders or, or, you know, entrepreneurs like us is we may be good in one or two of these phases and maybe not the third. And I'll tell you where my my big thing is I'm good at the startup and the systematize, right? Scaling, I'm 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 okay with it, but I, I know I'm not as strong as I am in the startup or systematize. So a lot of owners can't move through those three phases of business. Now, what you can do obviously as you scale and try to grow, you can hire people once you have the the monetary uh capacity to do so. And we're talking about, do you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur? The last one, all right? And this is something, um, I hear people talking about this all the time. You know, I hear the term motivational speaker. To me, that's not even, that's not even a, 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 a true thing. Motivation comes from inside. Inspiration can come from external forces. But the last one is you don't really want it bad enough. People say you want it, but you don't make the true commitment to put in the time to elevate your, your business or your entrepreneur IQ. I always say this. I used to tell my kids, you get in, I mean, you get out what you put in. You put in garbage, it's just like food. You eat garbage, then you, you, your body's going to represent that. You put in garbage in your brain, guess what? Garbage is going to be spit out your mouth. Good in, good out. You don't commit to anything, and this is why I see this all the time. I can't tell y'all how many times I talk to people. Yeah, I want to do this. I don't even, I hate to say this. I don't even believe people half the time anymore. I don't take them seriously. I just had a conversation with my wife the other day. And she was like, why are you getting so mad at, at your boy? I said, because he's been talking about this business and, and I'm spending time with them. You know, we going out. You know, hanging out, eating dinner, we're talking over his strategies and all, and the boy didn't pull the trigger yet. I'm like, yo, man, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm almost at the point right now where, like I said, I, I'm not saying I don't believe people are going to do it. I just, they got to show it to me. So it's unfortunate, but I've been doing this for so long. You know, I always make people, hey, man, before I, I start going out there on the limb, to try to help people, you got to show me a little something. If we say we're going to meet today at X amount of time, yo, I, I'm I'm there. I'm waiting for you. If you don't show up, that's showing me that, number one, you don't value my time. You know, if you can't make it, I get it, but at least let me know. But the problem is people don't really want it bad enough. They say they want it, but they're not ready to go through what it takes to be successful. Another thing that um, I, I got to add on to, the difference between, and it doesn't have to do necessarily with acumen, money, or whatever. The difference between successful people in any endeavor, you, you need to look at the discipline. What type of discipline do they have? And discipline doesn't mean I like what I'm doing. It means I'm going to do it regardless of if I don't feel like it. 
because that consistency and discipline is what eventually is going to separate people, successful entrepreneurs from unsuccessful entrepreneurs. So people aren't committed. They want it, but they don't want to put the work in for it and the lack of discipline. So, and we all have that in certain areas. Like today I was supposed to do my workout. Uh, I didn't do it this morning, you know, cause I went to bed late work or <laughs> something else. I didn't go to bed till two o'clock, got up at five. I'm tired as hell right now. So I didn't do my workout today, but that's a lack of discipline on my fault. But you have to be, but I, I tell you what I am disciplined in, in my businesses. So I'm very disciplined in that. So I got to do some work and I think we all need to do work when it comes to discipline. But these are some of the reasons why people aren't successful um, to be entrepreneurs. Do you have what it takes? And everything I just talked about, the 17 or 18 things, are things that I've noticed over the years from myself and also from uh, my coaching students and just being an entrepreneur in general for 20-plus years. So um, not saying that you don't have to have everything I said on this list, but just one or two of these things will derail you in your in your quest to become a, a true entrepreneur that makes their money from, you know, their businesses. So we're going to open up the floor, guys, if there are any questions. Um, if you want to speak, and it could be about this topic, it could be a question about your business, my business, or entrepreneurship in general. If you want to speak, guys, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. Then when you get up into the queue, hit the mic to unmute yourself. So we got anybody with any questions, comments, anything? All right. So we, we got a quiet group today. All right. Hold on. Let's see here. All right. So, all right. No questions. Let me see. Who's this one? Uh, okay. All right. No questions, comments. Um, I, one thing I do want to say also, though, is um, with the commitment aspect, when it comes to entrepreneurship, and I'll leave you guys with this if there are no questions, uh, just make a commitment. Find yourself a group, an organization, a partner, or somebody that's going to hold you accountable because I think when the noise that we listen to is going to either help you or it's going to hurt you. So once again, if you're around people that are trying to do the same thing that you are, they're trying to start a business or transition from employee to entrepreneur, you need that conversation. You need that energy. You need people that are going to say to you, uh, you know, not not directly, but inadvertently, hey, you're doing the right thing. It's nothing wrong with going after your dreams. Now, when we talk boss, there are other people, civilians, there's nothing wrong with being a civilian. Oh, I got a mirror on them. Bring you up in a second. It's nothing wrong with being a civilian. Um, but a lot of times they don't understand what you're trying to do because they're not built the same way that we are. And so when you listen to civilians, then what that's going to do is that's not going to encourage you. It's probably going to discourage you. So you want to make sure that you connect and stay with like minded people because when you have that energy and you see other people doing it, all that does should be it should inspire you to help you move forward. But we're going to bring my, my brother Amir up real quick. All right, let's see, bro. Hit that unmute button, man. Hey, man. Good morning. Well, afternoon. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, bro? How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. This was very this was a good episode, man. Appreciate um, it. 
very insightful. And I was just sitting here thinking, I'm like, I feel like what people need to understand is like entrepreneurship is all about problem solving. That's it. Whether it's for your product or for you as the as the owner and CEO of the business. It's all about problem solving. Um, thank you for highlighting uh, problems, but also giving solutions. Yeah. Because I feel like there's no, there's really no excuse and there's a way to figure out what you want to figure, what you want to figure out. Right. If you put in the work and have the discipline for it. So definitely, uh, especially that, that, that funding part, I actually just launched my crowdfunding campaign this morning. Oh, uh, tell us about it, man. Yeah, right. Okay. Share, share with everybody, man, your company and your crowdfunding link and all of that. Matter of fact, man, I got to get you back on the show like ASAP. Okay. Yes. 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 I'll connect with you. Uh. Uh. Yeah. So the name of my company is Eartha Watch Company. It's a luxury watch company for men and women. Um, Our timepieces are sleek. Um, They give you an enduring performance, and it's all at an accessible price point. And so, uh, been launched my business since September of 2020 on September 1st of 2020, and. Our mission is to connect time to our consumers' missions and our supporters' missions. And that's literally our slogan is connecting time to the mission. Not only do we sell timepieces, we also have a philanthropy division, which is called the Earth to Care Mission, where we are serving the homeless population in Los Angeles of 63,000 people. I'm sure that, num- that number has risen since I launched the company. But um, there's mm-hmm. over 63,000 people living on the street. Uh, we're also dipping into the event space to create um, opportunities for mentorship and for those who wish to work in the entertainment industry uh, back in Philadelphia. And so I'm on a mission to raise a cool. minimum of $20,000 within 30 days, and the funds will be going towards uh, mass production of our next collection, um, marketing and publicity, and key strategic hiring, because I primarily up. have been doing everything on my own since chief cook and bottle washing huh? yes <laughs> <laughs> and you know i'm I'm grateful for you know of course it gets overwhelming at times and i've yeah. hired contractors and freelancers in the past to work work with me but i need someone now on, on a more consistent basis part-time and so uh the funds raised for our campaign will be used as working capital for that and when you touched on um you know, why most businesses fails is because of funding. Mm-hmm. It's primarily, of course, Black-owned businesses. We're not yeah. given the resources and the leverage to expand and grow and scale our businesses. So the alternative for that is we have to pull the money from other places. We have to yep. launch crowdfunding campaigns. We're not yep. giving loans. We're rarely giving grants. So, yeah. you know, there there's always a, a way to uh, do what you need to do as long as you have the right strategy in place and the right discipline and people around you that's going to cheer you on. So, yeah, man, let me ask you real quick. What positions are you looking to hire first? Marketing. Marketing. Okay. Yes. And what does that look like? Social media or overall? uh, Yeah. Overall, I'm looking for someone on social media and off social media. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So, Give uh give the people the name of the business, your website information, and uh, how they can reach out to you. Because you, you might somebody might be listening to this and might be like, "Hey, look, I'm I'm, I'm a marketing person looking for work." Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you can uh, find our website at earthofwatches.com if you're interested. That's E A R T H A, earthofwatches.com. Yep. yep. Uh, if you're interested, um, to if you want to submit an application like your your resume or cover letter, you can email it to info at earthofwatches.com. Uh, we won't be starting our you know our hiring process just yet. But I'm, I am looking to start within the next month or two. Um, but, yeah, if you hear this now, <laughs> you yeah. can submit for it. <laughs> By all means, you can just send it over to uh, info at earthofwatches.com. And our social cool. media is at earthofwatch on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Cool, my man. Hey, you know I'm in L.A. on on, on the 9th, man. You covered yeah. out? April 9th, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we got a we got a link on that too, man. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I might need you to be my MC out there, bro. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. And and look, um, let's link. Uh, I'll shoot you a text later, man, because we got to get you scheduled to be back on the show. Okay. Okay, okay. bro. All right. Thank Appreciate you. you, man. All right. We got Michelle coming up. All right. Let's hit Michelle. Michelle, hit that unmute button. Hello, Jay. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? What's I'm happening? I'm doing very well. Good, good. Hey, so I started a virtual assistance business, right? So um, I'm about to call you. <laughs> I just recently started it, and it's my okay. first time becoming an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, as you know, in the past, I, I've worked with Sean. Right. Um, but in the past, I've contracted myself out. Uh, mm-hmm. So I worked with Sean for a little bit, and then I worked with uh, Dark Child for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you're not, you're not walk, working with Prez now? Uh, well, no, not really, but on okay. and off. like gotcha. um, So I worked, you know, I will reach out for him and stuff. Gotcha. Uh, but um, then I started working for Dark Child for a little bit as well. Okay, um, cool. So, as I said, it's my first time starting an entrepreneur business, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm learning a lot along the way. Cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> as far as mentors, mm-hmm. what? how often do you um, suggest reaching out to a mentor? I don't have one. Okay. And I am looking for one. Gotcha. So, that way I can be held accountable as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a key thing. So Yes, um, definitely. Mentor, like I... I mean, I, I'm a big proponent of mentors. I have mentors. I mentor people. And so it's a, it's a change. So anybody that's a couple of steps ahead of you, you can, you can be their mentor. So what I do with my mentor, I, I have two of them, but I normally, cause they, they're super busy, but we normally connect at least once a month and I can always reach out to them via text or whatever. If I have any, anything, um, you know, urgent, I need to connect with them. Um, we don't have a set schedule, but if that's something that you're looking for, when you reach out, I would definitely reach out to people that are doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, so they can say, hey, this is how I built, you know, my business, your virtual business, uh, system vi- business, and you probably want somebody just entrepreneurship in general and you know you always can reach out to me at any time so thank if you i, I yeah, appreciate that yeah, yeah, you between know. you and sean yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right anytime just hit me up and be like hey jay what what do i need you know or whatever awesome. so and i always put that out to people um and like i said you know uh i always try to schedule it and a lot of times like i said you can just text me or hit me up and say 
can you spend an hour and we'll schedule it or whatever. So feel oh, free cool. to do that. And uh, definitely. And matter of fact, I, I need to get on the line with you. Um, tell everybody what how can they, they can contact you and what uh, what type of services you offer. Okay, so it's called Michelle's Elite Virtual Services, and um, yeah, so it's for uh, it's virtual services, and the services that I offer are administrative services, okay, and then uh, visibility and outreach, and then social media management. Oh man, Um, yes, (laughs) yes. Okay, so you can reach me. Actually, you can send me an email at. Michelle dot Liston, that's L I S T O N is in Nancy mm-hmm. at Michelle's M I C H E L L E S E V S dot C O M. Gotcha. And then my website is Michelle's E V S dot C O M. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I got to definitely check you out because I'm going to be calling you. <laughs> we might be able to do a barter here or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, I'm I'm super proud and uh, happy for you. Thank so, you. Uh, are you nervous or what? No, I'm not nervous. Okay, um, I'm excited, cool. not nervous. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, how long uh, have you started? So, I actually started the business in February um, okay. of last year. However, I didn't do much with it because gotcha. I was I was doing some stuff for Dark Child. Right. So I was uh, I was working with him. So I just recently started this back up. Okay, cool. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I gotta uh, I gotta connect. I ain't talked to to Prez in a second. We were texting, <laughs> but I gotta I gotta check him out. I hadn't talked to him in a minute. So, but yeah, but definitely. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to probably hit you up later on today because I definitely need some help. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> so you got sounds the first, uh, your next client already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Thanks right. for checking in, Michelle. Appreciate you. Perfect. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. All right, guys. We got any other questions, comments? Uh, anybody? All right. So we, that, that was a good, uh, good show today. We have some good stuff coming out. Make sure anybody who's listening to the replay of this, uh, make sure that you support everybody that that's been on the show. You know, we got uh, Eartha Watches and we we got Michelle's uh, business, uh, virtual business. So if you're listening to the show after the live recording, make sure that you guys check it out. If those are any of the services or products that you need. Uh, Once again, guys, I appreciate you for checking in with us today. Every Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, Ask J Live. Don't forget to subscribe to this. And also, my main podcast, Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, drops every Monday morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All your major podcast platforms and YouTube. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Take care. Peace.